0: Thank you. Good morning, sports fans, bettors and cappers, and welcome to the weekday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterill, and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and capping things off with our daily betting card. Not going to lie, very surprised when I woke up this morning and saw that Argentina is currently losing 2-1 to to Saudi Arabia in extra time, looking like they will not be getting a result today. But nonetheless, we're going to get into today's uh, slate of games and talk about yesterday as well. So our sponsor for this episode is Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including the World Cup, NHL, NBA, and NFL. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's home page. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free, with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 247 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account, use code SHOOTERSON at sign up and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do. So it is available to persons in Ontario only and if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. So Let's talk about how yesterday went. It was a three and four day for the show. Started out really well. I mean, when England jumps out to a six to two win in the opening game of the World Cup, you had Saka scored a couple, Sterling, Grealish, Rashford, and Bellingham. Overall, they didn't have a lot of shots on target, but they definitely took those chances. So huge two unit results start the day. And then after that, it was just ice cold the rest of the way. Netherlands, they go and get the full-time result 2-0. I will say this much that Senegal deserved a point yesterday. The fact that they were unable to get one is very unfortunate for them. They now have to go and win their remaining two matches. But uh, Netherlands, nonetheless, they pick up all three points. Gakpo and Claassen scored the goals there. And then USA versus Wales. Uh, we were on USA money line looked great for about eighty five minutes, and then a pretty poor penalty was given up by the us. Yes, it was a poor challenge in the box, but it did look like the ball went out of play prior to that. So USA will feel like they got screwed here, and it's tough to it's tough for me to say that they got fully screwed. Yes, I do believe that the officiating was quite poor, but you had fifty nine percent of the possession. You only had one shot on target. so, if you want to expect a win at this level, you have to go and create more chances than that. You can't just get a 1-0 lead and sit on it, especially against a team like Wales that does have quality up front. Wales were clearly not the better side. They probably didn't deserve a point, but if you get two goals and you the U.S., then you're laughing today. As far as NBA goes, Indiana cruised to a 123-102 victory, so we were able to cash that 1.5-unit play there. Duke, they looked like they had an opportunity to cover late, but were unable to do so. They won by just 17, and we are on the minus 22. Tampa Bay money line, they got blown out by Boston. And Winnipeg money line, they beat Carolina in overtime, almost blew a 3-0 lead in the third, but were able to hold on in OT. Now, when we're talking about other headlines from yesterday, the only other major one that I'd want to talk about is the fact that the Denver Broncos, they cut Melvin Gordon yesterday. I would say it's about time that they did. He played in 10 games this year. It was He had his fifth fumble uh, on the weekend. I mean, the offense has larger issues. We shouldn't be putting this on Melvin as the reason why Denver has not lived up to the hype that they had preseason, but his fumbling certainly didn't help the issue. Russell Wilson needs to get going. This is not a good offense right now. They need Jerry Judy back. Who knows if he'll be back this week? Probably not. Cortland Sutton can't do it all on his own. And so they're going to need some of these running backs to step up now that Melvin's gone in order to get some results. So with that, let's talk about the daily slate of games. We already mentioned one of them in the preamble, but before we do, let's play the video. And boy, FIFA's doing everything that they can for Argentina to get a result because I just looked and they are in the 90th plus 13th minute. I know part of that has to do with the rest period that they have mid-game, but still pretty crazy to see that number. Now, we are talking about World Cup Day 3 to start. It is Group C and D today. And Group C just got flipped on its head depending on how this result plays out. Unless Argentina can go and snag a late one and snag a point, that is massive for Saudi Arabia who then would have Mexico and Poland in the remaining games. Now this is a, is a, this is a play that we were going to have as one of our show plays. We had Argentina team total over two and a half today. I think everyone and their grandma was on Argentina today so the fact that they scored early, they, they scored in the 10th minute and then I stopped looking. I figured okay well they're going to cruise now and they're going to win quite easily and then to come back to see that they're losing is quite surprising but Qualifying-wise, I mean, the Saudis were a very okay team. That They were one of the last teams to get into the tournament. They beat Australia to get in. They just lost to Croatia, in a friendly, a few days ago. So I don't know anyone in the world who saw this result coming. Not that you can ever expect a team that's plus 2,000 heading into the day to win outright. But Argentina, third-ranked team in the world, second favorites to win the tournament, and they look like they're going to be dropping three points to start meaning they will have to go and beat Mexico and Poland in order to have a shot at advancing. Now, Denmark is the second game today that's going to kick off in just over an hour's time here. So Denmark, they're minus 167. They're taking on Tunisia at plus 533. I do like Denmark a lot to get a result here. Um, That money line is a little bit too juiced for my liking. If you shop around, maybe you could find an under minus 150 somewhere. But I still like the value here. I won't be going far enough to bet the minus one and a half. But they are clearly the better side for me. I'd like them to actually win this group even over a team like France. So I would definitely keep an eye on this one. Tunisia also. They just got thumped 5-1 to by Brazil in a friendly recently. And then barely got into the tournament beating a team like Mali. One that you would not be anticipating would ever be in a World Cup. So that's where I'm at with the denver Tunisia game. Then you got Mexico and Poland. This one will kick off in just under four hours. I really don't like either of these sides today, um, mostly because Mexico, they're pretty underwhelming in qualification. Uh, They're not coming in at full strength either. And on the Poland side of things, you just have to look at their recent results in big tournaments and realize that this is a team that hasn't really shown up on the biggest stage. In their last three World Cups, they were out in the group stage. And in the Euro 2020, they were as well um I think for a team that historically underperforms they do have obviously the best player in this game and Robert Lewandowski Um, might be worth taking a look at him for a player prop to score but I just don't know if I trust either team to to win this game outright and I hate betting a draw in soccer and then to cap it off you got France minus 350 taking on Australia at plus a thousand this is a stay away game for me because honestly I believe France aren't going to win by multiple goals. While I believe their midfield is suspect, I also can't go anywhere with Australia here because plus one and a half is plus 105. I don't want to go to plus two uh, either. If I could get it at plus two and a half today, then I would have maybe taken a shot on it. But Mbappe, Griezmann and others, they have the firepower to score a lot. So I think it's just a bad bet overall. Um, This is not a great Australian side, but I do think that this spread is a bit of a toss-up. And I don't love the over under in this game either. Now, NBA wise, we have four games happening today. Looks like we're starting with Brooklyn versus Philadelphia. Brooklyn coming into this game in their last 10 games, they are six and four. And over that stretch, they are four and three on the road. So they have gotten a lot of road results recently. Now, I also think um, when it comes to Philly, they're six and four over that stretch. But they're 7-3 and three against the spread over that stretch, which is pretty great. And they're 5-2 and two at home. The key to this one for me, though, is that who's going to be playing for Philly tonight? No Harden, no Embiid, no Maxi, potentially no Tobias Harris. Depending on if he goes, he's a game-time decision. And head-to-head-wise, Philly, they've won six of the last ten meetings. They also went over in six of the last ten. But it's tough to predict this game when you don't know who's going to step up for Philly. I uh, definitely won't be on the sixer side of things, but maybe l- worth looking at a Brooklyn spread of some sort. Then second game today is Sacramento taking on Memphis. Sacramento are minus one and a half for today. We got them at minus one last night, but Sacramento, they've won six straight eight of their last 10. They're also eight and two against the spread over that stretch. Memphis are six and four in their last 10, but they have only covered in four of their 10 games. Um, when it comes to Memphis today, looks like they should have no Desmond Bain, potentially get John ja Morant back. He's a game-time decision. Looks like Jaron Jackson Jr. is back as well. So Memphis starting to get some of their guys back, but they are taking on a team that's been rolling. That being said, Memphis has won seven of the last ten head-to-head matchups, and they went over in six of those games. So some betting trends for that game. Then you got Denver. They are minus six and a half taking on Detroit today. And boy, Detroit, they're one and nine over their last 10, but they've covered in half of those games. So they're actually an okay against the spread team. But when we're talking about Denver, they're only four and six against the spread, despite winning six of their last 10 games as well. That being said, Denver, they won the last five head to head and eight of the last 10. It's just whether or not they can go and cover this minus six and a half today, um, especially since in those head-to-head matchups, Detroit has covered six of those games. So this is a stay-away game for me. A little bit too much in Detroit's favor, the way that they've played against Denver recently. And then to cap it off, the game that everyone will want to watch, but I certainly won't, is the Lakers and Phoenix Suns. The Suns are minus 6.5 heading into this game tonight. Uh, Both these teams are 5-5, and though, in their last 10 Phoenix has been a bit better against the spread. They're six and four over that stretch, and they're also four and one at home. Whereas the Lakers, they're zero and two on the road against the spread, so they do not play well on the road. Also, the fact that Phoenix they've won seven of the, seven straight head-to-head games against the Lakers, eight of their last ten as well, and they've covered seven of the last ten. That's a bit worrisome. I think if you're looking at anything, you have to take the under in this game as they've gone under in seven of the last 10 head-to-head matchups. NHL-wise, we have two games happening tonight, Buffalo and Montreal. Uh, it looks like Buffalo is going to go to Craig Anderson tonight in net, who is three and 3-3 three on the year, uh, taking on Jake Allen on the other side for Montreal. Now, Buffalo, they have not played well recently. They've won just two of their last 10, and they're 0-4 on the road over that stretch as well. That being said, there's been plenty of goals scored, maybe not by Buffalo, but by other teams as they've gone over in seven of their last 10 games. On the Montreal side of things, they're 3-2 and against the spread at home and 1-0 as favorites. They've also gone over in six of their last 10 games. So these teams love to score a lot of goals. Buffalo has won a lot of the head-to-head matchups recently. And I, do, I will say this much though, Montreal's won the last two against Buffalo. And then to cap it off, the New York Rangers taking on the LA Kings. Kings are minus 115 as they turn to Jonathan Quick, who is 6-6-1 six, six, on the year, and Igor Shesterkin on the other side, who's 9-2-3. The Rangers, they've gone under in seven of their last 10 games. LA's gone under in six of their last 10. Definitely a play that if you are going to play an NHL one tonight, take the under in this game. In their last 10 head-to-head matchups, they've gone uh, under in the majority of those as well but they have split those matchups down the middle. So it's a tough one to predict, but I would definitely take the under if I'm going anywhere. College basketball, definitely a very light slate today. Only one game between a ranked opponent. And that is Auburn taking on Bradley, the 13 seed. Uh, Auburn, they're 4-0, but they're 2-2 and against the spread. Bradley's 2-1 and against the spread. And Bradley has gone over in two of their three games, whereas Auburn has gone under in three of their first four games to start the year so that is where we are at for ranked games today um that's those ones that if you wanted to go into maybe like tournament play you could go and look at the Creighton Arkansas game potentially even go and look at the Texas Tech Louisville game those are both stayaways for us so that is where we're at with all of the plays today But we have to give you some show plays as well to cap things off. It is a lighter slate today, but that doesn't mean that we can't give you some great plays with our last call pick segment sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. And before we do, let's play the video. All right so last mountain distillery is a family owned and operated business located in Lumsden, saskatchewan the heart of grain country saskatchewan's first micro distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high quality handcrafted spirits their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other their holiday seasonal releases are out now including their famous cherry whiskey Chocolate, hazelnut, truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka this year as well. Definitely go check them out. Phenomenal sponsors over there at Last Mountain Distillery. Now, we're already 0-1 to start the day, so not the start that we wanted, but that was because Argentina is at full-time. Finishes 2-1 to for Saudi Arabia, so this is a losing play out of the gate, which we didn't want to see. But we are going to honor what we put out on social media last night as we were on the Argentina team Total. I almost played them minus two this morning, would have almost been worse than than what ended up happening today, but we even had in our show notes that Saudi Arabia may be the worst team in the tournament, if not this group for sure, so they proved us wrong with a huge result to start the day. Well, now we're going to head over to the game that kicks off here in about 45 minutes, that being Denmark minus one at plus 105 for one unit. The thing about this bet today is I just don't know how it finishes. I think it could be 1-0, 2-0, but I didn't want to go and bet the minus one and a half to hedge my bet. Minus one protects me in case they just get the one goal result. Tunisia, they, now I guess we can say this, I think they are the worst team in the tournament. Let's see if that burns us back-to-back plays. But I think that Tenmark are a great side. They have a lot of quality, especially in the midfield, and they're going to control play, and they're going to pick up a relatively easy result today. Second play is Mexico and Poland I'm going to take the both teams to score today. I mostly like this play because I believe that Lewandowski is going to score, which means can Mexico score a goal in the 90 minutes? I think they can. I think we see a 1-1, 2-1 type score line here. But either way, I think both teams are going to get on the score sheet today at plus 105 for a full unit. Really love the value here. NBA-wise, we're going to take the Sacramento Kings minus one versus Memphis at minus 110. As we said, this line has now moved to minus one and a half. But if you are going to play minus one, you might as well play minus one and a half as well. I do love this play with all the injuries on the Memphis side. No bane is huge. And if Jaw doesn't go, this line is going to spike pretty heavily. But I, even if he does go, I don't think he's going to be 100%. So Sacramento having one six straight. I'm going to roll with them to get their seventh on the road against Memphis, and I really love the value here. And then to cap it off, we're going to play Brooklyn Nets, minus 6.5 versus Philly, for one unit. KD and Kyrie are back. I think they're going to have a great performance tonight on the road. They're going to really want to stick it to Philly, who are very undermanned tonight. As we said, no Harden, no Embiid, no Maxi, potentially no Tobias either. If Tobias doesn't go, this line could move even further in Brooklyn's favor. So we're getting it now at minus 6.5. Minus 120 for one unit. And so with that, let's go and have a great day of bets today. We've been cold a little bit recently. We can change things now. 0-1 oh, to start the day. Let's be 4-1 and one when we come back tomorrow morning. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.